the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. I wish I could sing as nice as that lady sings. Mark Salem here. Alan Salem sitting here next to me, and we're talking about cars for the next two hours. If you'd like to join us, boy, now's the time to hop in on the phone. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my buddy Bob Jones at Quality Transmission. Bob wants to remind you that, first of all, the chances... If you have a transmission problem, the chances of you needing a, a complete rebuilt transmission or a new transmission are only about 25% or less. Many, many times your transmission may act up because of a component that is easily diagnosable and replaceable. So if you get an estimate, make sure that whoever you get the estimate from is a detailed estimate, specifically the, the diagnostic portion, then all the parts, and then the labor, and then a total. Oftentimes you'll just get, here's the parts and here's the labor, but really that's not in your best interest. So until somebody checks the transmission fluid, the battery cables for good connection, scans the computer for codes, checks the car, drives the car, verifies the concern, it's really impossible to tell anybody what's wrong with your transmission. There is some work to be done. So save yourself a lot of time and just take your vehicle to a good transmission shop like Quality Transmission. He's been in the East Valley since 1977. If you give him a try, I know you'll be happy. I know that. Okay, hey, what do you have yes. to? Oh, you know, typical Saturday morning with the kids stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Or up early, t- two hours earlier than I'd like to be on a Saturday, but one of those things, you know. You started it. What do you mean I started? Uh, having them? Oh, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not complaining. It's the best. On Saturday and Sunday mornings are the best. But. No, it is when they come in with their pajamas and crawl in bed with you and stuff, and you fight and stuff like that. Yeah. Hold their heads under the covers and stuff. There's a problem with my kids. That it's just literally physically impossible for them to be quiet. I, we've talked about this before. I don't know what it is, especially my middle one. They, he Rex. Just, he, yeah, Rex. He's physically impossible for him to be quiet. I don't know what it is. Well, I think the picture, best picture you drew for me was you said that when he wakes up in the morning, everybody else is asleep. He doesn't just reach up and push the light yes, on. Yes, yes. He is, smacks the light, you know, the light switch. He slaps the switch. S- slaps the switch. He, he, he literally sounds like an elephant walking around. <laughs> I mean, like a, like his trunk is just hitting the doors and the walls, and he grabs the remote, and he's dropping stuff, and he's kicking stuff, and I, I just, don't, just don't understand. Yeah, but that's the worst is he smacks the smacks the light switches, and it's just so loud. You can, It's like if he's not – if he's awake, everyone's awake. Yeah. Rex is this little fire plug. How old is he? Uh, he's five. He's five, and he, he rides a fire plug boy. He rides quads, and and uh, and one of the things that that I don't all, often allow him to do is spin the quad in the granite in front of the barn up at the ranch, 
and I don't know if he told you this or not, but that's what I let him do. I actually, him and, and your other son, Mark. Uh, Mark, were sitting there in their quads mm -hmm. waiting for me. And as I pulled in, um, I was riding my red one, and I just turned the steering wheel all the way to the left. I leaned, and I throttled it up, and I just spun. Just doing donuts. Just doing donuts. And after I got done, I mean, the dust hadn't even cleared, and Rex already had his spinning in the circle. Oh, yeah. And yeah. The, there was a lady on the outside of the fence, and uh, later she came over, and she said, um, I had a, I have a question about my grandson, um, you know, what kind of quads I should get my grandson because I can see clearly that you've done that. And so I'm sitting there talking to her. And I said, well, how old is your grandson? Ten. Um, and she says, well, how old is that one little boy there? And I said, I think he's five or six. She goes, oh, I don't want him to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's been riding. I mean, he's been riding for, what, two, two three years? Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he's already he's – already He's already gone way past the 50s and the 70s and the 90s and all his, that kind of stuff. He's on his third quad and he's five. Yeah. You know, just by going bigger. But, yeah. But anyway, so, and, and folks, believe me, they are well protected. They're wearing helmets and leather gloves and, and chest protectors and boots and all that kind of stuff and heavy pants, all that kind of stuff. We we protect them well, but they're just, um, they're really, really good riders, and we're pretty proud of them. Okay, i got a story to tell you. Okay. Okay, I think you remember that there was a lady with a brand-new Kia. And she had a red oil light came on, and the mistake she made was is she should have gone to the dealer and and got documentation that the red oil light was on. Now, the red oil light means pressure, oil pressure problem. Right. Not oil level problem, but oil pressure. So she ends up going up to the Grand Canyon, and she has herself, her mother, her grandmother, three dogs, and her six-year-old son. Wow. Okay? On the way on I-40, on, I on the way home, the motor blows up. The car has 11,000 miles on. So she calls 1-800-KIA, and Kia says this. Now, this is, okay, it's getting dark. Okay. It's starting to get dark. You're on Highway 40. Okay. You got your mother, your grandmother, your six-year-old kid, and three dogs. Okay. There's no men other than your little boy. Mm-hmm. And, and Kia says this. We can't take but one or two passengers. You said my mother-in-law's with me? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking my son and getting the heck out of there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love my mother-in-law. <laughs> that was good. So anyway, they say we can only take two with us. And and Kara says, Kara's the, the driver. She says, what are we going to do with the rest of my family? And, and, and you know what Kia offered? Kia said, we'll send a second tow truck that will cost just about $500 to transport the rest of your family to Kingman. Yeah. How's that? That went over real well. Oh, man. Well, and then when they get there, here's what, this is what I have seen with my own eyes. So, I, I mean, I know this to be factual. They say that the motor's bad and it's her fault, so they're not going to cover it under warranty. Okay. They send a picture of the dipstick that shows the oil is in the okay mark. Okay. And they talk about that it failed because of oil. Well, it failed because of oil pressure, not because of the level of oil. Right. The oil pressure... She, I mean, if I gave you a million dollars and handed you the keys to my truck and said, go out and make the oil pump fail, you couldn't do no, that. No. I couldn't do that to your truck. Right. So they're ducking their responsibility of fixing her car. So she files a, 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 a comprehensive claim with her insurance company who puts her back together, and now they're going to go after the key and the dealer. Okay. But the best part was the $500 yeah. <laughs> tow truck limo ride back to civilization. Now, I, I've never heard of that happening, and I'm. But here's my question: You buy a brand new. What's the Cadillac Long Suburban? Ex. Uh, ESV. 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 Yeah. Okay, you buy the the ten passenger 
Cadillac Suburban, mm-hmm. and you got a bunch of your family in there. Well, if it breaks down, yeah. is GM going to tell you just to leave your family on the side of the road? I think it's something you have to bring up on the phone. It, she did. Oh, she did? She did. Oh, yeah. It was on the phone that they said, the only option we've got is we'll send you a second tow truck for 500 bucks or less. So I'm not quite sure if anybody else has ever had that happen. But i got to tell you something else, too. When we owned a towing company, that happened a lot, and we'd just leave the people in the car. We yep. had flatbeds. You're going to oh, put the car on in top the, of In the, the car on the trail. Yeah, just leave them in the car and strap the car to the – and use all your chains to legal? strap your car. It's, you know what? I don't know that it is or it isn't. Yeah, you may not have a choice. They got seatbelts on. <laughs> leaving them out in the middle of the night, yeah. I mean, it's really a matter of common sense. Right. But you can't leave people on the side of the road. Or, I mean, you could have had a limousine come out of Phoenix for cheaper, cheaper than 500 bucks. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway, the uh, – uh, the the lady, her mother, eighty eight year, my family. Eighty eight I mean. year old grandmother, six year old son and three dogs. And Kia says, We'll send you another tow truck just to haul your family. Okay, guy calls me up or sends me an email. Folks, you, you have to understand my email uh chain is unbelievable because I see things that are just unbelievably bad. But anyway, the guy calls up and he says, um, I went into a, a repair shop and they told me I needed a power steering flush and I'm real concerned that I do or I don't and I don't understand. And I, and I talk him through it. So here's what he writes me back. Thank you for your call Thursday night. I don't usually call, but if your question necessitates me writing a book, I'm going to ask to call you. I'm telling you folks. Because I don't want to type that much. <laughs> I'm the same <laughs> so, way. So if it's a short answer, I can give it to you or refer you to a FAQ, I will. But if I want to talk to you, I'm going to ask you to call you. And I'm going to come through on a blocked line because I'm going to be using my cell phone. And I'm not, I don't want people to know my cell phone number, so I'm going to come through as a blocked company. Anyway, after I talked to you, I walked out and put a few drops of the power steering fluid on a white piece of paper. And I could see that the fluid, fluid was charcoal gray to blackish color. The dealer had recommended a power steering flush earlier that day. So on Friday, I went back to the dealer and asked them to put a few drops of new power steering on a white piece of paper so I can compare it with what was in my reservoir. The guy looked a little strange at my request and maybe a tad indignant over the trust factor, but he agreed. When we compared the two colored colors, I agreed to the flush needed and had them complete the work. I told the guy I was trying to be a smart consumer and pay for only those repairs which I was convinced were needed, and we both chuckled. Folks, it's okay to do this. Um, I, I would imagine that some people would act and indicate indig- being indignant, but there's a lot of us that take joy in showing you what we see so that you trust us. So we jump at the chance to to compare. If you walked into a hundred shops that I know of and you said, here's a piece of paper with my power steering fluid on it, would you put new fluid on there? We would jump at that chance to, to, to compare and to show you our, our skills and to talk with you about that. So it's, it's just kind of amazing that the indignant part snuck in. All right. Da, 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 da. This is your Perry Mason moment. You ready? Yep. We're talking about a 1927 Bentley. Okay. Okay. The owner of the Bentley uh, assigns the car to an auction, and 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 let's say that Mark, uh, Mark goes and drives the car. When Mark's driving the car during a test drive, according to the owner of the car, Mark screwed up the first gear shift, and he shifted into first gear to high speed, which caused the transmission to explode. 
The owner of the car called an in-house expert, and this is a trial testimony. He testified the only way for the failure to occur is if Mark, the driver, was negligent and improperly downshifted into first gear at a speed of 31 miles an hour. I want to tell you something. You couldn't even do that on a 1927 anything because they didn't have a synchronized transmission, and you couldn't get it into the gear at 27 miles an hour. You'd have to f do it with your feet. Okay. The driver of the car who actually had the transmission explode was 74 years old. He was retired. He said that he operated the vehicle in a reasonable manner, and he also said that during the downshift from second to third gear, the transmission exploded. He also said that he found out that 304 miles before the transmission failed, the owner of this Bentley had transmission work done. Okay? Okay. So it goes to the, to the jury. They want $120,000 diminished value for the Bentley, $36,000 to $40,000 to fix the transmission, $260,000 for the loss of the use. $260,000 for loss, loss of, of use. use. Yeah, a 27 Bentley. Um, and then 62000 in storage fees, which is $478,000. Okay? Um, the, the, the guy driving it made a $75,000 offer. Now, I'm going to tell you something. When the jury's out one or two hours, it's going to be bad news. Right. The jury is out for two hours, and they said that the guy who drove it, who the transmission blew out, was completely not guilty. Okay. They found for the defendant. Okay. Now, he had offered him 75000 which was twice as much as the transmission cost to get fixed. So not only did they turn down the 75000 because they got greedy and asked for half a million, right. but they got skunked by the jury. Is that ugly wow. or what? Got another one of those in just a minute. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, I'm going to read you another trial testimony about a car issue that was really kind of strange, and you'll be interested in the outcome of that one as well. We'll be right back. Mike Gallagher thinks racism is a two-way street. There's a lot of vile, despicable people in this country. There are white people who want to attack black people. And they're they're monsters. They're horrible people. But do you honestly think there are no there's no such thing as black people who just want to attack white folks? The Mike Gallagher Show, weekday mornings at six, right before Dennis Prager at nine, on Intelligent Talk nine sixty, The Patriot. DNB Auto has been providing honest quality work at a fair price for the past twenty years. The owners, Dan and Betsy Glauber, have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. They are located at the southwest corner of 27th Avenue and Maryland. People go to D&B Auto because they have been referred by other happy customers who say they will not take their vehicles anywhere else. They have been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list for years. D&B Auto is a member of the BBB, ASA, and have ASE certified technicians. They work on both foreign and domestic vehicles. If you live anywhere near 27th Avenue in Maryland, give them a call at 602-249-2103. They will even give you a ride to and from your home or office. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. Give them a call at 602-249-2103. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Yoni Titi, often known as Yoni the Blogger, returns as my guest for the entire show in his role as the Israeli Prime Minister to discuss what Israel must do for its survival and prosperity. Don't miss this very important and very interesting show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Listen up, everybody. This is Flo with a progressive insurance alert. 
Uh -uh. Don't even try to change that channel. I'm on all of them. So, you already know Snapshot rewards our customers for their good driving. Well, now anyone can test drive Snapshot for free, even if you have insurance with another company. See how much you could save before you switch your insurance. Also, I'm offering kazoo lessons on Saturdays. <clears throat> test drive Snapshot today. Visit Progressive.com slash Snapshot. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states. The Hugh Hewitt Show. I went to the physical therapist today because it turns out going on a cruise ship and getting on a catamaran is actually very bad for uh, piliformis syndrome or whatever that thing is called that I've got. And so uh, cortisone is in my future. Let me just put it that way. But I am getting worked on by the physical therapist. And he's hurting me because physical therapists are physical therapists. And so in the middle of his hurting me, you know what he says to me? So you know what the best part of your show is? I said, what? I'm thinking he's going to say Mark Stein or your interviews. He says, the half hour after Friday show when Dwayne talks to Lila. Now, that's actually not part of the show. That's the after show that is available only to subscribers of the universe. But I realized at that moment, it dawned on me, that producer Dwayne has been organizing a coup in the after show. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Afternoons at 3, right before Mark Levin at 6. On Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. This nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave. 960, The Patriot. 960, The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. The phone number for the car show, Under the Hood with Mark Salem, 602-508-0960. If you have a comment, if you have a question, we can help you, and we'll help you the very best we can, and we'll guide you with the eye towards what's in your best interest and not what's in anybody else's best interest. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Tom at Action Auto. Action Auto Repair is a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that's been in the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. Tom and his team strive to provide the very best service and repair experience possible. Their te technicians are ASE Master Certified and they get the job done right. They want to help you as car owners understand why and what they're doing so that you can make informed decisions. Action Auto is located at I-17 and Deer Valley Road on the northwest corner. Northwest corner, I-17 and Deer Valley. And Tom is a great guy. Okay, I'm going to tell you about the second uh, legal case that I have do document on. This is kind of an unusual one. It's kind of a sad one, as a matter of fact. The guy that owns the towing company is working on a flatbed truck in his yard. Okay. Okay. He's doing some wiring underneath. And you know how the bed slides down to load the car on? Uh -huh. Well, the wiring and the hydraulic lines have to be able to go down and then fold back up. Right. So he's got a problem in the hydraulic lines and in the electrical lines. So he's working on the tow truck in his business on his property. Just a little far, a little ways away, there's another gentleman working on his broken car that's been towed in. Okay. You're not going to believe this story. Okay. The guy with the broken car comes over to watch the owner and his staff work on this broken tow truck. Okay. He then lays underneath the truck and insists that the owner of the towing company exercise the bed up and down so he can see 
their repair and see what they did. Okay. So the owner of the truck, who by all accounts has already chalked all the tires and the wheels, and he's got the emergency brake set, and he's got the truck in a very safe environment. He he even has a a device called a hoop that's holding the bed up so it doesn't fall down and crush anybody. Okay. Okay. So he's he's got all the safety stuff in there. So it says, so after the wiring had been repaired. He tested the bed by sliding it up and down and using the control levers on the side of the truck several times. So the 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 guy, the other guy working on his car, insisted on maneuvering the the tow truck to get a better look. So he crawls underneath it, and he says to the owner of the tow truck, "Please operate the bed while I can see it go back and forth." Unfortunately, the tow truck moved forward one foot. Oh. Um, the the gentleman underneath it suffered a closed head injury, um, he, a large laceration on the abdomen, and he was placed in a medically induced coma for two and a half months. So that tells you he was pretty doggone sick. Absolutely. So he wanted three point something million dollars for being hurt. Now, remember what I told you about the jury being out short times? Mm-hmm. The jury's out one hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a two-day trial. The jury's out one hour, and they find for the, the tow truck shop owner and said that he didn't do anything wrong, that this whole thing was caused by the guy who wanted to lay underneath the tow truck to watch the, tow, watch the underside of the tow truck as it goes up and down. Those are car cases that that I, that I live and breathe by. I have lots of those kinds of cases, and uh, and tires. How many how many bad tires has the Salem family had in just the last month? Uh well, we've had three on your trailer. Mm-hmm. We've had four on the Yukon. We've had four on well, uh, two on Andy's car. Um, we we we've had a, a rash of of bad tires lately. So it, it, on the trailer he's talking about, we have a very large trailer that we haul uh, c- our farm equipment up and down the mountain on, and it has eight big tires, and it's a gooseneck, and it's pulled behind a big semi-truck, and we had three bad tires on it, and yep. then I just brought it home the other day, and it has another bad tire on it. Yep. Now, do you know how I found that tire? You, you told me, you yeah, pretty neat story. You, you ought to tell that story. The, the, I carry a temperature gun that I bought at uh, Harbor, Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight, yep. Okay, the temperature gun has a red laser, and what I do is, is when I'm driving, I'm towing something, or I'm, I don't use an air gauge anymore. What I do is I take the temperature of the tire. So I got to the top of Orn Point. I'm coming down from Payson. I got to the top of Orn Point. I pull off and I get out, and I got my temperature gun in my hand, and I'm going to where the tre- tread meets the sidewall. It's called the crown, right on that sharp edge of the tire. I'm going to put my temperature gun about six inches away, and I'm going to gun every tire on there. Now I have one, two, three, four, five, six on the truck, and I have eight. I have 14 tires I have to gun, right? Two, four, six. Oh, with the truck. With the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. So I'm walking around, and I'm getting 107, 109, but then on the on the sunny side of the truck, I'm at 114, 115. So I know that the sunny side of the truck is going to be a little hotter, but I get to one trailer tire, and I gun it, and it's 125, much higher than all the rest. And for some reason, I decided to kind of go in a circle, a clockwise circle around. So I started at 12 o'clock, and when I got to 3 o'clock, all of a sudden the tire was 107. So I went back to 12 o'clock, and the tire's 125. Then I went to 9 o'clock, and again, it's 107. So I've got this hot spot on the tire. So as I'm circling all the tire, there's a, about a 12 or 13-inch area that's much hotter than the rest of the tire. 
So I think, okay, well, I'm going to slow down just a little bit. So I head on down the mountain, and about Sunflower, there's another pull-off for big trucks, and I thought, I'll pull off there. I gun the same tire, it's 145. Now, folks, when the tire gets pretty close to 180 to 200, you are in big-time trouble. And I know that. And I've already added 20 degrees in just that short period of time. And I'm hauling a truck, and I got a, lot, a load on the trailer. So I back off to about 55, 60 miles an hour, come on into town. The tire had started to come apart. There was huge cracks in the tread area, and the tire got up to, I think, 140, 150, somewhere around there. But it didn't get any hotter than that, and I actually loosened the truck up and sh loosened the load up and moved it forward a little bit to take a little bit of load off that trailer tire. Renee's Yukon had all four tires tread separations. Yeah. Andy had two tread separations on her tires. Yep. And then... Um, and then the trailer three, the front, and now we've just done the fourth of the eight well, tires. Well, no, no, I was including three. I was including, we did two originally on the trailer, and then this other one was three. So okay, three so we've total. done three of the eight yeah. tires yeah. we've done uh, under warranty. Now, folks, these are tires that we sell. These are tires that we like. Love. We, we love these tires. Um, and they're actually two different brands because Andy yeah, had a different brand than Mom. No, 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 no. All of the, all of our vehicles, our personal vehicles, we all run the same brand tire. Okay. Your truck, my truck, Heather's car, uh, Mom's car, Andy's car, every single car, exactly. And the, the family same. has the same one. Yeah, but the the trailer had different. We use obviously different ones on the trailer. Okay. Well, the the trailers were Dura brand tires. Duro, yes. Duro, mm -hmm. and we love those. Yeah. And and we haven't had anybody else had any problem. And we're just grateful for two things. Number one. Mark didn't have to change a tire on the trailer <laughs> on the way home. Number two, we're happy that if there's defective tires, they go, they come our way and, and not our customers' Absolutely. way. But have we had another Dura trailer tire fail? No. But, and mine are only mine were my, mine were seven, I think oh seven oh eight. So oh, I, I thought you said they were elevens. No, they were. Yeah, eleven. That's exactly three right. years old. They're three years old. Yeah, They're three years old. The amazing part is, is that we've probably had of the type of uh, the tires that we use on our cars. I mean, total in the last ten years, we've probably had ten tires fail in in ten years. Or go and, bad, not necessarily yeah, no, not fail, fail, but go tread bad. separation is yeah. a bad vibration. There's a big blister on the tread, blah, blah, blah. And they've all been on our cars. Okay. I, when I'm we come glad. back, we'll continue this conversation, and we'll give you some hints on how you know when you have a tread separation, how you know when you have a bad tire, because the symptoms are pretty doggone obvious. We'll be back right after this. Not all repair shops are the same. Mark knows the best shops, and two of them have just been presented the Better Business Bureau's International Torch Award for Business Ethics. Tony's Auto Service Center, and 25th Street Automotive. That's nothing short of amazing. These two shops know cars, but they care about the families they serve, our community, and the environment. They hire the best and stand behind their work with an ironclad warranty. Mention this announcement and receive a special discount on your first visit. For Tony's Auto Service Center at 56th Street and Thomas, call 480-945-7788 or go to Tony'sAutoServiceCenter.com. That's Tony's Auto Service Center dot com. And for twenty fifth Street Automotive at Indian School and twenty fifth Street, call six oh two nine five five two six three seven or go to twenty fifth Street Automotive dot com. That's two five TH Street Automotive dot com. Either way, definitely two shops you can trust to do what's right. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hi, folks. This is Alan Thicke, and if you're one of those millions of Americans who owes back taxes, if you get nervous when the mail comes because you might get a letter from the IRS, then you've heard they're cracking down this year. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank account. Even your home or business could be up for grabs over unpaid taxes. It's all true. But it's also true that they're offering a new way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt forgiveness. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. If you qualify, the experts at Optima Tax Relief, their team of attorneys and enrolled agents, will get you the best deal possible. Optima has an A rating with the Better Business Bureau. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. That's 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and, of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels, the end result of the dream of Henry Ford. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Curtis and Jerry are on the line, 602-508-0960. Let me finish my thought. We were talking about bad tires. We're talking about my wife, Renee. Um, she was driving her Denali, and it's a four-wheel drive. It's an all-wheel drive Denali. And uh, she didn't really notice much. But to her defense, she's been, folks, forgive me on this, but she's been driving a Ford lately. So when she got in her Denali, because she had to haul a bunch of stuff up to the north place, um, she didn't notice the vibration. But my daughter, Andy, who used the Denali to go do something, said, Mom, you've got some bad vibrations. So she comes back into town. She gives it to Alan, my son. And Alan looks, and all four tires are separated. Now, I want you to picture the carcass of a tire, the tread, being a perfect circle. Now, 
there's different layers with that the tire is made up. I want you to think that the layer one is in the very inside closest to the air and then the tread is layer 10. If we get air in between any of those layers, our high school science class taught us that when air gets hot it expands. What it does is it pushes a bubble upward and so we get air in between those two in between layer four and five or seven and or eight or nine or ten and and what happens it creates a bubble and so instead of the tire being perfectly round it now has an egg on it and obviously that's going to create a vibration if someday you're driving your car and and you find a, that you have a vibration that you didn't have before the question really is 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 it in the steering wheel or is it in the seat of your pants if it's in the seat of your pants it's typically in the back of the car it's a rear tire and if it's in the steering wheel it's typically a front tire if you have a vibration that's speed related, so the faster you go the worse it gets, then you should slow down and you should uh, seek help as soon as you can. Now, anybody can get out of the car and you could get your wife or your wife could you know, pull towards you and you just simply eyeball the 12 o'clock position of every single tire for one or two revolutions as you walk alongside the vehicle when you get to the tire with the egg you'll be able to see it there's no question you'll see it anybody could see it a ten-year-old kid could see it a blonde-headed lady could see it well, I'll probably get in trouble for that one won't I yeah maybe <laughs> but the idea is is that it's not that technical so and I'll tell you something else you can do is if you have an old pair of gloves in the trunk of your car you can actually take your hands at 12 o'clock of course the wife's got the car in park and the parking brakes on and she understands she's not going to roll you put your hands at 12 o'clock and you just rub your hands over the tire all the way around and then you have a go forward one quarter of a turn so you can get the bottom you can feel the egg on the tire you can not only see it but you can feel it then it's at that, that point you've got to cut your speed dramatically and you've got to limp for home. So that's what happens when you get a bad tire. Curtis, good morning to you. How can we help good, you this morning? Good morning, Mark. I have a 1996 Ford F-150 with 235,000 miles on it. Okay. And I keep on burning out ignition modules. And six months ago, I had a new engine put in it because I didn't want to buy a new one, so I had a new engine put in it. And the Ford dealer put it in. And ever since they've done that, but I don't think the engine has anything to do with the ignition module. I went through three ignition modules in the past four months. Okay, well, Curtis, it's not the ignition module. It, yeah, the, well, uh, the problem is not the ignition module, but I can tell you what it is. Well, it's the pickup Ford assembly. Can't tell and, me. Well, I, I'm going to guess. Okay. All right. The points and condenser in the distributor is called the pickup assembly. And the pickup assembly, I think it's the blue and the orange wire that come from the distributor to the ignition module. Yeah. The pickup assembly tells the ignition module how to cycle the spark. People oftentimes, they'll replace the ignition module, the pickup will cool off or somehow recover, and then they'll continue to put ignition module after ignition module when in fact it never was the ignition module. It's the trigger that tells the ignition module what to do. I would say that I'm going to be right in this particular case. I've got a 90% chance of being right if you would have somebody replace the pickup assembly inside the distributor. And that thing probably costs 50, 60 bucks, and the labor's probably a little less than that. And then I would have you put dielectric grease. Is your ignition module on the fender well? 
and it yeah. has a blue grommet yeah. on it. Uh-huh. Okay. I want you to, now you have two plugs in that. And uh-huh. one plug one you have two plugs that come off that ignition module. One has a red and a white wire which is run and start. And the other four wires, one of them or two of them come from the pickup, one of them is a ground and one of them is the power to the coil. So we could have a problem anywhere in those four wires, but I'm going to have you replace the pickup assembly and I'm going to have you dielectric, put dielectric grease on all the connections on the ignition module and the coil. So you're going to have to unsnap the coil. It, it's got a big black U-shaped device and you're going to push it off and there's going to be two brass buttons on the coil. I want you to put a little dielectric grease on each one and then I want you to snap that thing back on. I'm pretty sure you have a bad connection, but there's one thing I can guarantee you 100%. It's not the ignition module after four or five or six of them. What part of town do you live in? Uh, over by the TPC. Up in North Scottsdale? Yeah. Okay. Um, Air Park Auto could diagnose this for you. It's going to be hard when it's running fine, but I'm suggesting that with dielectric treatment on all the electrical connections in the module, the pickup, and the coil circuit... With all those being dielectric, and you put a new pickup in, I'm, I'm 90% sure I got your problem solved. So Alrighty. when it happens again, I should take it to Air Park, Air Park Auto. Well, he, it's, there's no sense in taking it to anybody if it's not broken. Because, no, I mean, if it goes bad again. Yeah, if it goes bad again, then I, you can say you can try to find the problem, but chances are if I drove it to you, then the problem's not there. Well, I'd rather take it to your stop. Well, you can do, you, you. this is not hard. If you're going to command the decision on what the fix is, this is what I would think you'd say. He, let me tell you the story. And the stupid guy on the radio said that he thought that the pickup assembly was the problem, so I would like to hire you, and I recognize the responsibility, I'd like to hire you to replace the pickup assembly and put dielectric grease on all that it, all the plugs on that system, which is on the coil, on the distributor, and on the uh, module. That's all I want you to do. Put a pickup assembly in it and dielectric all those connections. I want to try that because I can't get it to happen and stay broken. So I can't get it in here, and you can't diagnose it if it's not happening. That's the whole issue. Okay. All right, if good. it goes out again, I want to bring it to you, son. Okay, you you can, and we will do just exactly that. And if you're going to do that, your contact would be Andy, my daughter. She will set that up for you, A-N-D-I. She just got married. She'll be back to work on Tuesday. Okay. All right, thank you for honoring us with your trust, but you're going to drive a long way and pass a lot of good shops on your way, but that's okay. I'll handle it. It's 1042. When we come back, we'll take Carl's. Jerry, please stay there. I'll get you first, I promise. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. That out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Hugh Hewitt, Megyn Kelly, and Real Clear Politics. And all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork. And all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. 
Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Investors try to predict market trends, but the key to successful investing is eliminating guesswork and emotion. That's why an investment model based on key indicators yields stronger returns. Arlington Capital Management has successfully implemented a model called Proactive Asset Allocation Strategy, or PAS. It eliminates guesswork, market timing, and an outdated buy-and-hold strategy. For example, over the last 14 years, investments selected by the PAS model achieved returns five times greater than a broadly diversified portfolio. I'm Joe Lopresti, president of Arlington Capital Management. Our clients have found that a proactive strategy helps build their wealth during bull markets and preserve it during bear markets. I'd like to offer you the latest proactive investment strategy report prepared for our private client group without obligation. Please call 855-471-5796. That's 855-471-5796. Or request it online at arlington-capital.com. Empowered investing can be heard Saturdays at noon on 960 The Patriot. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 46 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me here is Alan Salem, and we're here at your service, 602-508-0960. And, Jerry, I promised you're first, and let's go. What can we do for you? Yeah, Mark, this is an AC question. I've got a 98 Saturn SL1 four-door sedan. It's got the four-cylinder with the single overhead cam. Okay. Okay, on the back of the AC compressor, there's there's a hose right in the middle on the back. I think it's the low-pressure. Okay. Okay, that one's okay. It's the one that's up on top, the other hose. Okay. It's got the Schrader valve, you know, with the cap on it. Uh-huh. 
Okay, every once in a while, it usually happens overnight. The freon will leak out of that uh, Schrader valve and leak down the side and the compressor and onto the garage floor. But I only notice it like in the morning after it's been sitting for a few hours. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What leaks? Is uh, what, what does it, it look like? It's freon. It's because it has that green. It has the green. Uh, you know, fluorescent look to it. Okay, well, Freon is a gas. You're talking about the oil. Right, okay. Okay, all right. It's oil and green leaking out of the Schrader valve. Why don't you just replace the Schrader valve? Okay, is that, will that cure the problem? Well, there, it's not a tire valve. You can't use one off of your right, wife's yeah, car. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, I'm just saying Schrader yeah. valve, so kind of. Yeah. Well, that's certainly the first thing I would do is I would recover the refrigerant, Okay. And then I'd unscrew that one, and I would inspect it. And chances are I'm going to find that it's got a bad skirt on it. So then I'm going to put a new one in. Then I'm going to draw a vacuum on it. Then I'm going to squirt your refrigerant back in it. And then at the end of the day, I know that your car holds 30 ounces, and you only had 21 in there, so I'm going to have to add 9 to it. So then I charge you for the 9 plus the, the pulling it out, cleaning it, putting it back in, putting the straighter valve, and you're all done. Okay. So um, I think you're you're looking, and, and, and there's so many variables here. I don't know how much, how much refrigerant you have in it. I don't know how much it takes and all that kind of stuff. But typically, you're, you're going to spend at least a hundred, and 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 most of the time you're not going to exceed two hundred, even if the system is almost empty. Okay. But if the Schrader valve is leaking, it is repairable. You don't have to replace that manifold set. Okay, so the cure is just put a new valve in there. That's the cure. Okay. And, and 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 then obviously when you start it back up. I would disable the cooling fan so that the high side would hit 400 pounds. And if you're talking about the high side hose, this, by the way, this high side hose is much smaller in diameter than the suction hose exactly. that you're talking about. Okay, yeah, I just exactly. want to make sure it's you the knew. High side hose. Uh -huh. okay. okay. So if that's the case, then I'm going to get the high side to go up. And as soon as I get to 400 pounds, I'm probably going to plug the fans back in because I don't want to go much higher. And then I'm going to look at the Schrader valve that I just put in to make sure that it's airtight. Now, don't put the cap on it tonight. Are we sure the cap isn't depressing the Schrader valve and causing the leak? Uh, we're not sure. Okay, so don't put the cap on it tonight. Just leave okay. it alone tonight and see what happens. But okay. that's a, that's the plan, okay? Okay, sounds great. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks, Mark. Real quick, right. I know you got to get to this, but the green is actually the dye. Right. Okay. Right. You you said oil, but I want to make sure. But it is the uh, it, it should be the the the, the green iridescent is the dye that we put in to help identify leaks. But it is oil. Yeah, correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, the dye is an oil. Yeah. Yes, correct. And so you're right, but thank you very because we have actually have oil in the air conditioning system. Right. And then in the old systems in the R12, we circulate the oil and lube the compressor with the R134, the oil no longer circulates. That's why it's important to put 2 ounces in the accumulator, 2 ounces in the condenser, 2 ounces in the evaporator and then 2 or 3 4 ounces in the compressor because the oil doesn't circulate anymore. But in the 12 systems, we actually the Freon picked up the oil and moved it around for us. Right. So that's a big deal. IMM Auto Service. I'll tell you why I like David over at IMM Auto Services because he works on cars that make me wet my pants. Volvo, Saabs, Fiat's, Alfa Romeo, Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. Some of those cars are very difficult because they're not made like everything else in the world. You talk about a Saab, and with the engine in backwards and upside down, that's what they say, but that's not exactly true, but it's pretty doggone close. You talk about a Fiat. Fiat came out with fuel injection in the 70s, and nobody in the world knew how to fix it except one guy in Italy. <laughs> there was a lot of cars out there where people were just throwing parts at them, and some of the parts were thousands of dollars. So 
IMM specializes since 1972 in domestics and imports, but they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. And I had an attaboy letter the other day where a gentleman took their car, took his car in. They found a low voltage issue. They replaced two relays and they fixed his car for less than he thought. And they fixed it when other people couldn't even come close. And he was so impressed because they said we found a substandard voltage through this circuit. And he said to me. It's amazing that they knew what substandard voltage was. Nobody else did because they didn't find it. So if you have a car and you're struggling with trying to fix it, Swedish, Italian, Asian, Volvo, Saab, Fiat, Alfa Romeo, then IMM Import is your, is your place. They're close to ASU. They're south and west of the 101 and the 202. They're on the Scottsdale to the north, Mesa to the east, and Tempe to the west border. So right on the confluence of the 101 and the 202 on the east side, they're south and, and south and west of that. IMM Auto Service. Oh, boy. So we've had our fair share of family bad tires. Yep. Yep. And, and, and But in reality, like I don't know what tires you put on the big truck, but I really like those. What what brand are those? Uh, I think we put, uh, did we put Hercules on there? Yeah. We yeah, did. Hercules. That's well, a good. Uh, no, the Hercules are, is across the back. We put something else on the front. Oh, there. no, we didn't change the front. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. The, the, the fronts are what we bought it, we, we purchased it. It, it had Michelin or Toyos or Bridgestone or something yeah, like so, that on the front. But yeah. the fronts were new or almost new. And we put the correct. four Hercules across the back. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, when it comes to car repair, it's really, really important that you have a, a communication level with your shop, and it's important for you to do your best to give the shop the symptoms. The real diagnostic procedure starts with the question and answer between the shop and the customer, especially like we were talking about Curtis and, and after putting four ignition modules in. That conversation would sound like, hey, Curtis, when it dies, does it take a long time to restart? And when you crank, it just cranks, but it doesn't catch. And then all of a sudden, it catches. So I'm asking these questions to try to determine if we're chasing a fuel delivery problem or a fuel pressure problem or if we're truly losing our ignition system. Because when a vehicle stalls, when a vehicle dies, and then restarts sometimes later, it's going to be one of those two systems we lost spark or we lost fuel and we can't afford to guess because if we replace the entire spark system and the entire fuel system the bill is going to be two three thousand dollars so that's not a viable option well and if the car starts and you can't bring it to us broken or you bring it in a tow truck and of course you know what's going to happen it's going to start when it gets to our shop then we have to work with you now, one of the other options that you could have, like with Curtis on his 96 Ford F-150, is we can hook up a series of lights to his ignition system, and they're almost like light 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Each light is connected to a certain path of electricity. So Curtis would say to us, you know what? When it died, light 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10 went out. And then we look and we go, oh, it lost the run signal from the ignition switch because that's number six. So once that circuit dropped, then it no longer provided electricity to run the entire ignition switch, ignition system. So therefore, we need to track backwards on that. That's why it's important. It's equally important for your shop to make that effort. If you walk in and say, my car stalls and dies, and they say, give me your keys, thank you very much, we'll call you. 
I don't think that's in your best interest. I don't think that shop is going to do their best because first of all they don't have any clues about what's going on and second of all they're going to chase their tails and hopefully hone in on your problem but if the car's running then they're just going to chase their tails and it's going to be on your dime. So I think it's important for you to know that 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 conversation is an important one. It's just like going to the doctor. It's the same thing. You can't go into the doctor and say I feel bad and he goes okay nurse grab Alan take his temperature, draw blood, do a head scan, <laughs> get urine, get this, get that. That's not what it's all about. It's how do you feel bad? When do you feel bad? Is it morning in the afternoon? How much sugar do you have? So that same kind of conversation that you have with your doctor is the same kind of conversation you should have with your, your garage. It's the same way with I, you. I, I enjoy talking to customers. I enjoy finding out. I mean, there's sometimes when I'll ask questions that, that they look at me like, well, why are you asking me that? You know, just but but it, every single every little thing helps, um, especially when it comes you know balance or whatever. Well, I like the story that you told me the other day, folks. The, a gentleman had a Jaguar. Yep. And he had a vibration, and uh, he ended up calling Alan, and and I'll I, I by I, dumb luck. By dumb luck. Yeah, he just called the shop. He called the shop, and he wanted us to do an alignment, and Alan said, "Why why are we doing an alignment?" And he said, "I got a vibration, and nobody can fix it, and it's got to be an alignment." Alan says, "There's no way an alignment's causing your vibration. Just bring your car in." So the guy brought the car in. He's really suspicious. He is a customer of ours, yes, but he correct. was still suspicious. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't too happy about Alan telling him that we're not going to line his car. So him and Alan talk for quite some time. And then he demonstrates the vibration to you or tells you how to find the vibration. That's correct. So you go out and test drive the car. Mm -hmm. right? At that point, then you go back and you test all four tires and you find one that's wrong. Had excessive road force. Okay, yep. so you fix that. Yes, now the bills. I I didn't actually fix it. The tire was bad. I wasn't able to get it, but I did rotate it to the rear to get the vibration to change. Okay. Yeah. So he pays the bill, and the bill was less than a hundred bucks. Yep. He 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 doesn't believe you fixed it because he tells you that. Right. He drives to Casa Grande. Yeah, hopped on the freeway. <laughs> he calls you from Casa Grande. What does he say? He says, Alan, he says, I have to be honest with you, I, I, I wasn't sure if what you were telling me is correct. I've had it to so many other places, and so I had to go drive it. I'm sitting here in Casa Grande, and it's fixed, and I'm really disappointed with the other shops. And I said, <laughs> well, you didn't need to drive to Casa Grande to, to know that. I told you I fixed it. So, Well, that's, that's what it's all about. But when it comes to any kind of discussion, then transmissions are the same. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. They are trained technicians who know exactly what it takes to make a transmission work and how to make it better. Once a transmission has been rebuilt, if you even need to have it rebuilt, it goes through a complete list of tests on their new dyno machine that virtually guarantees the operation, the proper operation of the transmission and guarantees it's not going to leak. So if you live near Central Phoenix, Automatic Transmission Exchange is located at 40th Street in Washington. They're very, very good, especially on the old cars. Phil goes back to the 40s and the 50s. He knows how to fix the power glides and to make them hold something that might have four, five, six hundred horses at the flywheel. So a two-speed power glide in a sand buggy application might need a spiff, and Phil knows how to do that, but he knows the electronics ones as well. So when you look for the gray-haired guy, you look for gray hair on his head, maybe crawling out of his collar, maybe in his ears or in his nose, you know that that's Phil, and he's been around a very long time. That's Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960.
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.